Welcome to Pat Sherlock's podcast series, interviews with top mortgage sales leaders. Learn practical tips for improving sales management results. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Pat Sherlock, and welcome to the podcast. Today's topic is the keys to having two-thirds of your loan officers in Scotsman Top Producers Guide. I have the perfect guest, Elizabeth Million. Elizabeth is Senior Vice President of Mortgage Lending at Elevations Credit Union. Prior to that, she was with Bank America and Washington Mutual. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi. How are you? Good. Well, this is a great topic. As I said, this is like the secrets we want to know. But before we hop (laughs) onto that topic, let's talk about how you got into the mortgage business. And I know you had your own business at one time. Uh, Talk to us about that. Yeah, kind of interestingly enough, I, I started out as a real estate appraiser. And I, you know, morphed into the mortgage lending world from there. It was just kind of one of those opportunities that came up and I took advantage of it. And and here I am many years later. So I have a real estate appraisal background. Oh, okay. That's really interesting. And so, and they, was it the idea that some of your customers, in other words, that's how you kind of morphed into it? Yeah, it was, it, it was a, I had an opportunity to become a, a mortgage loan officer actually at Washington Mutual. Mm-hmm. And I, I went ahead and, and took, took that role. And of course, being a real estate appraiser, I knew every realtor in, uh, in my community. So because they knew me and I went to them, told them what I was doing. And, and the very first day I showed up at, uh, at my job as a loan officer, I had nine loans. <laughs> and uh I, I'll never forget this, Pat, because I remember the assistant branch manager of the, the bank at the time told me, don't ever bring in nine loans again. And uh, of course, you know, that's nothing. That's not something I would tell my team, but uh, that was interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's, that's, a, that's a fabulous story. <laughs> nine loans. Wow. You would yeah, be a super, superstar on day one. Hey, terrific. So talk about, I mean, you're head of mortgage lending. Talk about what your challenges are now. Yeah, I mean, of course, everybody's facing similar challenges in 22. We've all, we've all had some, you know, really great years in 20 and 21. Those were challenging years. So this year is is, is challenging, but it's also a fantastic opportunity. So, you know, I, th- I think the challenges now is keeping everybody engaged, making sure that our service remains stellar, making tweaks and changes constantly. And that's kind of what we do. We try to get better tomorrow than we were today. That's kind of our motto. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a great opportunity in 22. I, you know, I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. I know production is down, but there are still, you know, a lot of purchases, purchase business to be had in any market. No, that's very true for sure. So what trends do you see that maybe people aren't thinking about for the rest of the year? Well, here's one trend. I think interest rates have gone up and will continue to go up. It's a little bit of a joke there. So, I mean, I think it, it's such it's going to be such an unknown going into this to this new year, waiting to see what the feds are going to do or not do, how the market is going to respond to that, and then what the opportunities are. So, you know, we're constantly, almost on a daily basis, trying to analyze that now. This year's kind of unique because I don't think anyone can really predict what's going to happen mm-hmm. in the future. And so it's it's really keeping your team engaged, making sure they understand their value to the real estate community and to your uh, customers or members, as we call them in the credit union world. And, you know, really take an opportunity this year also. The trend is to kind of have a breather. I mean, uh, these mortgage teams across the country went so hot and heavy in 20 and 21. They barely had any time off. And now people can take more time off. So we're really trying to encourage that work-life balance 
during this this slower year. That's a good point. Yes, a lot of folks are burnout, out, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So talk uh, to us about this issue of staying current. You know from your experience in all these years how mortgage banking changes on a dime. And so staying current is not that easy. Yeah, absolutely. That's so true. I mean, we pay for a multiple services that we you know, are looking at on a daily basis just to make sure that we're understanding where the market is going, what's trending. And it's not just related to rates. We're also constantly looking at the real estate market and what our Mm -hmm. realtor partners are doing because they're faced with a lot of challenges as well. Most markets, including the market we're in, you know, have that multiple contract offer and the appraisal gap and all those other things. And so you kind of have to shift your mentality a little bit and really focus on the challenges of your realtor partners and how you can help them. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's interesting is that we're back to our traditional business, which is taking care of the real estate agent. It's so easy mm-hmm. to forget when you have the last few years that we're so refi driven. Well, that leads us to our fabulous top. How have you been able over the last few years to have two thirds of your loan officers in the Scotsman Top Producers Guide. It's a fabulous accomplishment and I want to congratulate you on that. And that's why I wanted to talk about this topic. Yeah, absolutely. I'm honored to talk about it. I I cannot take the credit for this though, I'm going to tell you. But I will tell you that the way that the the team is set up, our teams of, of LOs are set up, it might be a little bit unique than other organizations. You know, we really focus on a very strong accountability model at the beginning of the mortgage loan and how it's originated and, you know, making sure that the loan originators, loan officers have the tools that they need uh, to be making decisions on how to move forward with the loan, how to structure it, what type of product is best, what questions to ask, of course, at the beginning of the loan um, is is important. And so, um, you know, our philosophy is we'd really prefer to have the car mechanic and not the used car salesman. So we're not out looking for used car salesman type people. Mm-hmm. We're, we're really looking for people who are deeply involved in understanding guidelines and the complexity of a mortgage loan and are great communicators. So I think it really starts by building a team that way and, if, if, you know, and also helping shape a current team if you have one so that they're really focusing on the service at the beginning and doing the right thing by what we say by our members. So that's, I think that's been the, the key to success. And then a part of that, uh, also part of that is we try to remove the roadblocks and make things as simple as possible. Cause as you know, Pat, mm-hmm. mortgage is very complex. No two loans are the same. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's hard a day in and day out for, for originators and those that support the originators. And so we really are always trying to find ways to remove the roadblocks so they can do their job easier. And then we, we uh, team all of our loan officers with their support team. So they most of them have assistants and then they have a processor and it's, a, it's an actual team and it's treated like a team. And I think that's also helped uh, with our success. So we've always focused on purchase. Of course, we'll help our, our members, new members with the refinance, but purchase and realtors and helping builders as well has been our sole focus. And that's since I've been here at Elevations, that's been my focus. So I also think when that's your driver, it's you, you, you know, you uh, gain different opportunities for more production. Yeah, I think they're all fabulous points. What has been the retention of these loan officers when you've had so many successful people? I would assume they stay. Actually, when I started here at Elevations um, almost 11 years ago now, there were three loan officers. 
Right. And we have we have grown the team. I think we're the team right. It's pretty small still. We're at 37 loan officers. Mm -hmm. So um, but, you know, we're continuing to grow. We're going into new markets and uh, opening mortgage loan production offices. But I think, you know, when you when you really focus on ensuring that your loan officer has the training they need, the support they need and the tools they need to be successful, then that gives them the opportunity to go out and get gain more business because they become experts. Again, we're not looking for the used car salesman. We mm -hmm. want the mechanic that can explain how the car is built and how to make sure. it work. And that's really what we look for. So what composition of your, your staffing that is, let's say, new newer people versus experienced people? Oh gosh, I think we probably have right now about like brand new to the market, Pat, or just new to us? Uh, a combination of both, new to you and then also new to the business. Yeah, we have a fantastic internal training program where we actually will move a mortgage employees from different roles into the loan officer role. We've had great success with uh, loan officer assistance. I believe we've had nine or 10 of our mortgage loan officers that actually some of the top producers that were assistants at one point in time. So that's that has been successful. So, I mean, I would say we're probably about 20% of our mm -hmm. uh, uh, originators are probably new. Well, it sounds like you're taking them, and I think this is a great thing that you're doing that because are you, you? It sounds like the real bread and butter has been coming through loan officer assistants that now become originators. In other words, they've gone through a, a specific program. They've been assistants for a while, and then they have an interest mm -hmm. in becoming an originator, and so we move them into that role. But we've also we also have brought in people outside the organization, mm -hmm. you know, that have. Did have, have had very little experience in mortgage, and then trained them as well to be originators. Right, so and we've done both. You've done both, and so do you see yourself continuing to do that, or, or talk about how to? It sounds like it's been very successful for you. Yeah, absolutely. I I think any mortgage organization, as they look in internally at the talent they have, I'm sure there's a processor out there somewhere in someone's shop that they're like, oh, I wish they were the loan officer, the loan originator. And so I think really, you know, we look across our organization for somebody who we want to tap to get the training. And it's not it's not a short time training. It's a, a year to two year training to then become an originator. So we are constantly looking for talent inside the organization. And it's actually really helped us for recruiting for the credit union because there's an opportunity for somebody in another role to then move into the mortgage team. And so when they're going through the loan officer assistant program, they're attached to a loan officer. And in other words, they are learning the skills of developing realtor relationships or, or talk about how all of that works. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we actually customize the teams to however the loan originator would prefer their team to be set up. Mm -hmm. So we have some uh, originators that have two to three loan officers uh, or loan officer assistants. Mm -hmm. And then we have some that have, you know, four assistants. And each assistant might do something a little bit differently, but, you know, definitely they're helping set up the loan, communicating to the realtor partners, but they're also helping with the marketing. So they're helping gain new market share by setting up opportunities with real other realtor partners they don't currently have. So are they raising their hands when they come into the credit union and therefore say they're interested or are you selecting them because you see them showing a certain talent set that you're interested in? Talk about how that works. Yeah, you know, we kind of org-wide let people know that we're looking for um, mm -hmm. a 
particular role. It's called a sales coordinator. That's the very beginning role here at the mm -hmm. credit union in mortgage. And people raise their hand, we interview them, and we then we select. And so we, you know, but we're definitely, we've had people that have indicated to us that are maybe, like I said, in processing or another role, they're like, I'd really like to be on the sales side. And then if we cultivate that and provide them the additional training that they need uh, to be successful in case they want to move to that role. Well, typically the problem that even when you're having a career path is that uh, do you assign them once they come off this program, are they assigned into a, a, a branch referral system first? In other words, this whole issue of now you're going to have to get referral sources for a lot of companies, it's really a problem because they're left with they're not receiving leads and, you know, they can be stumbling around. So what what is your thoughts on that? Well, you know, at a credit union, it's a fortunate thing because we have uh, mm -hmm. 170,000 members that, uh, sure. you know, send this business. However, every one of our originators are street originators. They're out getting business. They're not sure. utilizing all the leads that we provide them. So, and that's a fair lead system. So if a new originator came on board, whether they be internal or external, they're going to get their round robin share of leads that, that do come through. So they're not starting from absolute scratch. In other words, no. no. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. And then, and so how do you go about selecting, let's say the realtors? In other words, is it left up to the loan officer to select which realtors or do you actually frame the realtors that are doing all the business and then there's some type of allocation system or, or talk about how that works? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's completely up to the originator. They're, okay. they're out getting the business. It's rare. To, uh, they're on a, you know, there are realtors out there that like to refer two people in the same organization, and that's happened, and that there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. But they're out, they're out gaining the realtors. We we do present a lot of opportunity for realtors. We partner with them on education classes. We we mm -hmm. teach a lot of training. Uh, we provide our locations for them to utilize for uh, meetings, etc. So that helps as well. But yeah, the the loan officers are out uh, getting the business. And so talk about, I know we had a discussion before about you do a lot of first-time home buyers and you do a lot of the education side. Is that really what has driven the business for the loan officers that they're so successful? I, yeah, I think it does help. I, it doesn't have to be the only model. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you start small. I think, you know, one class that I taught many, many years ago had maybe four people in the first time homebuyer <laughs> class. Sure. <laughs> and then not too long ago, uh, I think Zoom helped with this as, as well. But in this uh, same first time homebuyer class, we had 175 people. So it just really, you know, it, it you have to start slow. You have to build it. You have to be consistent. Um, right. The one thing I should also mention, too, with the originators is that we require they have a process on, on how they get their business and how they originate their loans uh, for both purchase, refi, and, and uh, some other things, too. So um, some originators for tr uh, doing CE classes or first-time homebuyer classes is, is part of their model and their process. And so you know that up front, even when you're interviewing, in other words, that's part of the interview process there where they're having to go through what it is that, they're, that they will be doing and, sh and sharing with your members? Yeah, well, we've we've written the the courses, and what we did is, you know, we took a first time home buyer course and realized it was too long and lengthy, and we broke it into five to six mm -hmm. classes for for our members, and and then that gives an opportunity for each, you know, for that loan officer to be in front of members and realtors as well. So uh, if they're going to present, they kind of do a tryout to so we can make sure they are present. They they know well, how to present a class. Right. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I was I was going to ask that question about not everybody can present. That's no. for sure. Yeah. So they so we do we do kind of put them through you know present the class and and they present it to us. We give them you know feedback on improvements and changes and you know off they go. So if you had to look at these uh, originators that are in Scotsman's Top Producer Guide, what is it, if, I know this is a hard question, like what is it that you see that they're doing different than, let's say, the other originators? Well, they're, they're to be honest with you, they're following their process on a daily basis, even with the ups and downs of production and, you know, the, the glitches in alone and, you know, things that happen. Uh, because we do try to remove all the roadblocks from them to make things easier, it provides them the opportunity to really follow their process mm-hmm. and do the activities that they need to do to be successful. So, you know, those that follow it have, have done very, very well. So when you talk about the process, the process by definition is actually a selling or marketing process that you're talking about. Yeah, and it's individually created so mm-hmm. that the loan officer creates it with their sales manager. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no two loan officers are the same or sure. originators are the same. So, you know, it's really where their strengths and weaknesses, what do they like to do and not like to do. So if they sure. like to do training, for example, maybe they don't like to do something else, their assistant will step in. So it's really finding the strengths and weaknesses and then building a process around that. That is really smart, and it's obviously why you've been so successful. But if you had to look at, let's say, these originators that have done so well, they are following their process. But what is that process looking like from your viewpoint? Are, are they doing a lot of education, or, or, or what is it that they're, from, from the big picture standpoint, seems to be a commonality? Yeah, I think they're, they're, they're going out into the market and finding realtors that are like-minded like them. Because that's who you want to do business with. You want to do business with somebody who thinks like you and trusts you. And so they're building the trust, they're providing value, and then they're gaining that realtor as a partner. And then they just don't get a realtor partner. We, we also require that they stay in constant contact with that realtor, keep them up, up to date on changes in the market, what's going on here at Elevations, of course, all those things. So it's, it's, it, it's like you build the process to get the business and then there's a process to keep the business. Oh, right, so it's, right. you know, it's really just making sure you're doing outreach in some fashion right. uh, in order to, to gain more referral partners. And so are you seeing an, an emphasis, let's say on social media, are you seeing those originators going that way? Or it's, I know it's individually based, but what, what is it? From your viewpoint, like they're active with that because the realtor is active with that. Well, I'm, I'm I'm sure they all are somewhat involved in social media, but I don't think that's that's it. Right. I, I I think that's just a component of it. Certainly, if my um, you know, one of my referral partners is on social media, I'm going to join too. And and sure. you know, but I don't think that's the only way. I think it's really literally staying in contact with them. There's many different ways to do that. Right. So they pick what the path that they feel comfortable with or we train them to maybe do a different path in order to stay in front of their referral partners. But it's just not, you know, being in front of them. They need to provide something of value. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the realtor partner deserves true partnership. And how can we support them? What are their challenges? What do they need help with? Right, for sure. Yeah, that's really a great point. And so we only have a few minutes left for our listeners today. What would be some of the key thoughts that you would want them to take away? Well, I, I, 
I guess I keep saying it, but you know, probably probably the most important thing is look at the talent that you have within your organization to see if there might be someone you w- might want to skill up to become an LO. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't happen overnight. It's, it's something you want to do a long-term plan so that they're successful. Not only understanding how to, to structure a loan and rates and all that good stuff, but also how to market and make sure they're staying in front of the referral partners. And then, you know, I've been saying it and saying it, but you know, you need to build a process of not only the origination, but how they're going to stay in front of, how they're going to get referral partners and how they're going to stay in front of their referral partners. Well, that is words of wisdom for sure. And I can't thank you enough for sharing it with us. And I want to thank everybody for listening. I certainly appreciate you spending time with us. And Elizabeth, you were fabulous. Oh, thank you. I'm honored to be here. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We appreciate you spending time with us. If your sales team needs training in hiring and lead generation, schedule a free consultation by emailing me at pshirlock at qfsconsulting.com.